What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. website for details. This is 7:30 the game. Charlotte Hornets fancast. Your host Clint Mitchell and Scott Burgess. Uh, Scott, I think we were right about all the games last week except the Bucks. They, they actually won that game. Yeah, I was up. Uh, pretty shot but of course we'll dive into a little bit later but uh, I, I saw some okay basketball this week they look uh improved yeah they do look improved record doesn't really show it but they are starting to look like uh, much improved fully martinized so yeah, probably yeah. Why. and he'll it's going to take him a minute to get back into the groove but I'm he looked good today but uh we'll start with the first game that on monday the second uh, the Lakers defeat the Hornets 121-115. to mm-hmm. uh, LeBron James, 43 points, 11 rebounds in 40 minutes. He's a man amongst boys. He always tears up this <laughs> team, but he's had a, like, a good pass week. The Lakers, I think, yeah. are on like, a five-game winning streak. Yeah, they haven't lost a game at all this year. Um, but the Lakers, they look like they're still you know figuring it out, but still doing a good job. Probably straight away from being a really consistent team. Terry with 27 points that game. Lamelo with 24. Exactly. Uh, Plumlee had another great game with 18 points. That's what I was about to get into. Um, Despite Thomas Bryant having 15 boards, uh, Mason Plumlee was one of the reasons this game stayed as close as it did. And uh, making sure that he's getting the offense opportunities to really uh, capitalize and push the ball forward. So... Uh, kudos to Mason Plumlee and really making sure he has a good job over there. Yeah, game they probably could have won, but uh, yeah, the fourth just, quarter push was. Um, they really stepped on the gas. The Lakers did. Yeah, throughout the the second quarter and the the third quarter, but um, yeah, on top of um, just some other factors that we always talk about, like Lamelo with five fouls and. The double tech I, I thought was ridiculous. It was dumb. It changed the flow of the game. Um, it should have just been a regular tech, but uh, I thought it was pretty childish. Yeah, a, a team I would like to beat, but in a similar situation, we are uh, looking out of the playing tournament. They're trying to get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they probably will get in with how well they're playing. Looks like Anthony Davis is the, the weak leak on that team, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, next game, Hornets get killed by the Memphis Grizzlies, one thirty-one to one hundred seven on Wednesday, January fourth. Uh, just a, like an awful game by the Hornets in uh, okay first quarter, and then mm-hmm. the rest of the game they just might have well just not even shown up. It, it felt like uh, the Grizzlies demoralized the Hornets. Like uh, you can see a sequence. ton of 
Oh. Everyone's seen that sequence where Ja just lets the ball roll and he's sitting there for 20 seconds. And How nobody bothers that? to come get him. Yeah. I was annoyed that like, okay, if I'm Ja, I'm not mad at Ja for that. Oh, like, yeah, of course. It, yeah. If the team's stupid enough to let you get away with that, you might as well, you might as well do, it. do it. I'm a, Yeah, I'm on the same page. Terry was the only guy that even bothered to go up there. I'm on the same page just because like, one, it, I feel like it's genius. It pretty much exposed how lackadaisical the Hornets defense has been a little bit uh, through the past few games, but also like it, it's strategy. A lot of people were upset at Jaw about the whole situation, but like his strategy is basketball. Um, but you could just see the frustration from all the players. You ever seen that before? Yeah. I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not in the NBA at least. Mm. But I, I've seen it a couple of times, but um, with Melo getting a tech, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. getting a tech, uh, McDaniel's getting a tech. It, the whole team just was like, okay, we're the frustration was just getting getting to them. Really, also like murdered them like a year and a half ago in a preseason game by like fifty points. Yeah, we for whatever reason have like a hard time playing against them mm-hmm. throughout like the past ten years. Like back in like the Zach Randolph days, it'd yeah. always be pretty even split in the season season series because they played a similar game that we did, and they still sort of play similar that we do. Just a pretty star like a star player point guard mm. with a lot of decent shooters around him. I think the re- uh the rebounding on Memphis is a million times better. Oh, Steven Adam absolutely just shut down Mason Plumley. Uh Adams with 15 rebounds and Plumley with 10 mm-hmm. and 7 points. That's his worst game in probably a month. Yeah. I, I think um what really stood out was the miscommunication for the Hornets on the defensive end. Um the Grizzlies were just moving the ball and uh turning a good shot into a great shot. Even Ja was being very selective with some of his shots. Um, Melo doing his best to really get the team involved. Uh, but the team just not hitting on a consistent point. But um, it, it is what it is. And I think, what, do we play the Grizzlies one more time this year, I believe? or I think that's it. I think we played them before. Okay. But I'm not certain. But, yeah, the Grizzlies are just, If I'm pretty sure we lost against them last time, too. We did. But, uh, yeah, the Grizzlies are just, Probably going to go far in the playoffs, I think. I think they're an elite mm-hmm. level team. Steven Adams is the absolute queen on the chessboard. Yeah. When he's there, nobody's just even bothered getting into the paint. Yeah. He absolutely shut down Plumlee. Uh, got every rebound he could. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a big Steven Adams fan. Uh, getting a little older. I don't know how, how much longer he could stay dominant, but we've seen guys like Mason Plumlee have pretty much a career. Yeah, here. but it's crazy. Steven Adams isn't even 30 yet. He's been in the league for he's, like yeah. It seems like, like he's time. been in the league for like twelve years, but I think he's like twenty eight, uh, twenty seven, twenty eight years old. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Cool. But um, I see a lot of the Hornets, and he's been passed list. around so many times. Like, why would you idiots get rid of this guy? Money, money. But uh, that's right. And I guess New Orleans probably wants uh, Zion to cook down there. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather have Adams and have and maybe Zion. a more mobile team. That's right. something that I'm looking at. Like. Um, we've talked about identity a couple of times on this show, but like when it comes to mobility and what we want to see from this team, and as I said, like I see glimpses of the Hornets within the Grizzlies, like what pieces are really going to help us take it to the next level? Like what assets do we have to trade to help us kind of get there? Um, yeah, I think the how- Grizzlies are definitely like a two to three years ahead of what we are. Yeah. I don't think we're as far off as a lot of people like to say we are. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if you take Adams off of the Grizzlies, I think we're comparable to them. I think you can 
I still, yeah, I was. Still I think Jaws right now a little bit better than Lamelo. Mm-hmm. I think Jaron Jackson Jr. is probably the better than most of the second guys we got. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think it's a comparable roster. Yeah, not far from. Yeah. Uh, next game, uh, most surprising game of the year, maybe <laughs> for the whole league. Yeah. Uh, Friday, January sixth, the Charlotte Hornets defeat the Milwaukee Bucks one thirty-eight to one hundred nine. Um, didn't see this coming. I didn't even bother putting money on this game, and I should have. <laughs> Odds were like plus 500. Really? For uh, Hornets flat out win it. Yeah, just a fantastic game played mm-hmm. by everyone around. 39 points for Terry Rogier. Having a better week than he's had in a while. Mm. Uh, Lamelo, good game with 24 points, 12 rebounds. I'm sorry, 12 assists, only three re- rebounds. Plumley mm. uh, Black. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Plumlee comes back with 17 points, 15 rebounds. Washington, 23 points. Everyone, a lot of double-digit scores. JT, Thor, Rozier, Ball, Plumlee, Washington, and McDaniels. All in double uh, figures. Yeah, all that contributing to that 51-point uh, first quarter, which just put the Hornets on notice uh, for the league. And uh, it's the most in franchise history, but tied in league history. That's right. Yeah, yeah so um, it, it was pretty interesting to see. And I, after I saw that stat, I, I was just praying that we won that game. Because <laughs> you imagine just us like kind of dropping that I game could. after. <laughs> after Jan is super off night for him. I think he was um, either sick or maybe a little bit hurt. Uh, he didn't play his full minutes. but um, Yeah, only 22. Only 22 minutes. And then he just kind of looked off. But honestly, hey, you, you take it as you can. A win is a win. Uh, Plumlee certainly took advantage of it. So Milwaukee had a couple of uncharacteristic losses the past couple of weeks. They got beat by the Wizards mm-hmm. uh, January 1st. Uh, had a tough game against the Timberwolves, beaten by the Bulls, the Celtics, the Nets, the Cavs, all four times in a row. Mm-hmm. So a uh, tough go for the Bucks. I still think they're the best team in the East. Mm. Uh, actually, let me take that back. Right now, maybe the Brooklyn Nets are better and the and Celtics the probably. Mm. Cavs, uh, right now I might give it to the Cavs because they're playing pretty well. Mm. Uh, I, I definitely expect the Bucks to be buyers at the, the trade deadline. Um, I could see them going after Newbury. Okay. Okay. That would be interesting to see. I, I do feel like the Bucks are going to try to make some moves. They need a, just one more piece to kind of get them One more piece to, to really be competitive because the Nets are clicking on all cylinders, and it's not like they have slouches on their team. They have guys who have multiple all-star appearances as well as uh, – contributing to whatever team they were on beforehand. Uh, the Cavs are looking healthy, like elite, play as a whole unit instead of one star shines out, uh, not even mentioning Donovan Mitchell's like 71 points. Uh, that was still team basketball from what I've watched um, when watching that game. Yeah, the Bucks a common trade partner for the Hornets. I mm-hmm. believe we uh, were they were the team. Luke Ridenhauer and Ramon Sessions trade back mm-hmm. in 2014. Pretty sure they fleeced us with Plumley, the older Plumley. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was them. Maybe a couple other times we traded with them. But yeah, I, I, that's a common trade partner. They're in our conference, not in our division. I could see them trading for maybe Plumley, probably Ubre in a few few weeks. Um, next game tonight, the Hornets lose against the Pacers, one eleven, one sixteen. Um, just a tough, another tough loss. The Hornets should have gotten. Uh, I can definitely say Lamelo's greatest weakness is his fouls. His, his fouling he is fouled really out costing us in games. the fourth when they really needed him. Mm-hmm. 
It was a bullcrap block on uh, Mason Plumley. Should have been called a foul. Good scoring numbers from everyone. 22 for PJ, 17 for Jalen, mm-hmm. 18 for Plumley, 19 for Rogier, only 13 for LaMelo. He got caught in foul tra- trouble early. Uh, I like what I'm seeing from Jalen McDaniels. He, When the team needs a bucket, he finds it. He finds it. He finds it. Uh, I agree. Also, even giving PJ his kudos, like uh, it's really starting to get scary to see like how are we willing to pay this guy? Are we willing to let him walk? But he's playing some pretty good basketball. I still don't know what to do with him. Mm. Um, there are nights where we'll shoot two shots, zero points, and then nights like this where he has twenty-two points. Yeah, the the inconsistency is somewhat there and like when it's I don't want to say when it's bad but like when he's not showing up offensively it it shows and it's reflected into the game but speaking about reflections into the game uh from I, I do want to talk about like from the Lakers as well as the Grizzlies the transition defense has just been like atrocious like not getting back fast break points and this game they did okay defensively the yeah. first quarter and then they just fall apart and then they the just half. fell apart again it's like you know what to do. Uh, you're doing your best to do it. Like, we can somewhat see. But it seems like after second, third quarter, like, everything you were doing is starting to fall apart. Like, uh, for instance, the Grizzlies, one of their game plans is to come out hard in the first and then continue with that energy. It seems like the Hornets, when they come out, they're like, okay, let's play our ball. But as soon as they start losing, they start really adapting to the other team and then that's when they start kind of losing their identity and losing games. So, and I feel like that's part of the reason why the games are so close with them at times. Yeah, monster game by Miles Turner, who's always on the trade block. We should have gotten him five seasons in a row. I don't think it's going to happen now. <laughs> it will never happen. Uh, Thirty-four minutes, twenty-nine points, nine rebounds, makes some key buckets and key free throws at the end. Buddy Heald has an awful shooting night, but ends up with twenty-one points, key buckets at the end as well. Mm-hmm. And Tyrese Halliburton with sixteen points and thirteen assists. Right below Lamelo in All Star voting, I yeah. think Lamelo's at eight. Last time I checked. Oh, so. cool. cool. Um, no, I don't think Lamelo's going to get it. Would I love it? I would, but <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. But uh, yeah, I don't think anytime soon. Yeah, uh, another team that's overachieving in the East that we probably should be better than, but we just can't get those wins against them. Um, first piece of news before break: uh, Kelly Oubre uh, requires surgery on his hand. He tried to play through it. He comes back a game. Then he sits out, and then we announce his surgery. It seems like this happens all the time with this team, where it's becoming a problem. We saw that it is with a problem. Um, we saw Cody hey, Martin yeah. first, who, what was it, knee, right? Yeah, it was knee. knee soreness, then he needed surgery. Uh, Gordon Hayward, shoulder soreness, then he needed surgery. And now with Kelly, this has happened three times in yeah. half a season. I've never seen anything like that, where it's soreness and then it's surgery. There's a big difference between being sore and then and needing then surgery. surgery. Yeah. It's a problem. It's a problem. It's really bringing, like, uh, I know the fans are annoyed. I'm annoyed. People who play, like, pay their money to come see these players. Like, if you say, oh, it's a bruise, then I'm thinking, okay, like, uh, maybe I won't spend money on the next two games to go see LaMelo. Next thing you know. LaMelo in preseason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Next thing you know, like, oh, goodness, like, he's out for a month. You know, so it's just like we we just ask for transparency. That's how we. Yeah, it's hard to trust anything they say. Yeah, when, when this has happened four times in one season, and it's been a problem a little bit last season as well. But this year, I've never seen it as like. Yeah, is this misdiagnosis? Is this like, all right, let's tell me sore in case people buy a bunch of tickets, and then I don't think it's that. I don't yeah, think they're trying to yeah. pull the rug out from under 
um, the customers. But I think it's just some type of incompetence in the not, yeah maybe not front office but medical staff. Yeah, maybe miscommunication or they don't or they're waiting for second third opinions stuff like that. I don't know. But even you know you've seen other people in the league be like, oh, right now we're going to diagnose it as a sprained ankle, but second opinion is on the way. So hold on for that. Like that's perfect. I would much rather be like, okay, as of now it's a sprained ankle. Next thing you know, like, oh, maybe if it's broken, it's broken. Yeah, this is just keeps becoming a trend. Yeah. Um, and it's a major problem for the team, probably one of the biggest this year. Yeah. But um, we'll discuss more right after this break. You're listening to 73 of the Game, Charlotte Hornets Fancast on ESPNCLT.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to 7th Favorite Game, Shout Hornets fan cast. In our next piece of news, the Hornets claim they ha- are not engaged in contract talks with Miles Bridges. Um, this came after, right before Christmas, they said there was a report that they were engaged with contract talks with Miles Bridges, who recently took a plea deal, and now they're saying there's no talks engaged. Uh, what's your take on this? Um, it's just fishy, man. It's, it's just very fishy because from this organization, you hear one thing, and then you hear the other. Uh, and then you see Miles at games, and you see him on social media with other players. So it's just a matter of, like, what can you trust? Um, this comes from the Charlotte Observers. As yeah. Part said, we, are, we have not engaged in contract negotiations with Miles Bridges. I find that so hard to believe. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I believe the observant voice. It's just I don't believe the Hornets. Like we've talked before the break mm-hmm. about how they're getting hard to believe. Maybe they're just waiting for the NBA to. Yeah, because it he will have to serve some type of punishment from the NBA as well. So it's not like I right, see this team guy on the sidelines for like two games. Uh, he posted a picture at UNCC where several players liked it. Mm-hmm. So he's in town. Yeah, he's in town. Like, uh, he still has some rapport from other players and so forth. But I honestly, personally, the way the team is, like, I want to say we don't need him. Like, his talent would be much needed. But for stuff that he's done, I don't know. I couldn't have him back. Whatever team gets some kudos. But to see him back in Charlotte, uh, like I said, it's like 50 50, man. Like, it could go either way. Honestly, I don't see it happening, though. I think we desperately need him. Mm-hmm. I'd say 80-20 in our favor. I, I definitely think he gets spot back. Like I said, I, I'm, still, I'm still sticking that date. He'll be on this team before the end of next season playing ball. Mm-hmm. I don't but think he'll play ball this season. If he signs this, this season, season no. Yeah, next season, game one next year, I think he's playing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think that. he gets signed before the end of this season, and that will be the suspension. Yeah, because with – with this situation, I, I think it can go either one or two ways. Like, he comes back here and he serves, you know, his he serves his suspension, his time, and then, like, we're probably one of the only teams willing to really take him in. Or he'll go to a team that 
offered him a little more money than what we would have one offered him or two. I said this Someone two weeks ago when you were out. He's going to sign with the Lakers on the Nets, and all the headlines are going to be Miles Bridges changes his life and leads this team to a championship. But when we sign, it's going to be like Hornets <laughs> sign wife beater Miles Bridges. What an awful team! But we're going to look. No, we're going to we, have yeah, fire on our face yeah, either way. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. And um, we're the worst team in the league right now. So whatever team he you know, primarily science with is probably going to boost how they play and boost how, how their record is. Hold up. But. I'm not accepting that slander. I think we, <laughs> we jumped up to second worst at the end of the other night. So we are, well, we just lost again tonight. We did. We're 14, 11 30 Pistons are 11 and 32. Okay. Ha. <laughs> I told you the Pistons would be bad and the Rockets are 10 and 29. So, all, all right. right. So we're we're third. We're, we're third. We got some. We got some leeway. We're about seventeen games behind the first seed. So we got some. <laughs> we got some work to do. A hole to dig out of. But we can do it. <laughs> I can't believe the Magic are above us at fifteen and Magic been hooping. Shout out my boy Bobo. Yeah, like I said, I think Miles Bridges. He he's an All Star caliber player. Mm. I don't think he should be given an all-star game if he performs at that level. I think it's going to be way harder than him. I think next year, mm-hmm. Mo Wagner's going to be in it with three points less than Miles Bridges, two po- rebounds and assists less than him. And I'm not going to complain and be like, all right, yeah. he deserves that. Right, that, <laughs> that. There's going to be something that happens like that. But yeah, I think Miles would be on this team. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure there'd have to be some type of talks. Like, there's no way they're not talking to him. Oh, they they got to perform... Without a doubt, they they have to perform every they've performed every due diligence so far, mm-hmm. and they got to be prepared for every case scenario. Yeah, but next story up, uh, we'll talk about Leaning Tree next. Leaning Tree, uh, Crown Club reports that this is going to be their last year as a jersey sponsor. They've been the mm-hmm. jersey sponsor since twenty seventeen. Uh, what's your take on jersey sponsorship in general? Um, at first, like when I, when I first heard the announcement of like jersey sponsors, I was like, oh man, like they're going to ruin the jerseys. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. Um, I like the placement on where the jerseys are at or um, where the sponsors are at. Um, just kind of blows my mind of like um, how it got to that point as well as like, okay, you already see like sponsorships like in the stadiums and like on the ribbon and stuff like that. So get money where you can get money. I don't think it's a bad idea. In terms of, you know, maximizing it, like what else can you kind of do when it comes to sponsors? I'm sure that answer is out there, and I'm sure we'll probably see that answer within the next few years. But um, I don't think it's a bad idea. Uh, so I hate it more than I hate the cold. Like, mm. I, I can't stand they're, – they're ruining like a, a Mona Lisa painting, like with this ugly mm. jersey patch on the on – the, the breast, it's it's hideous. I hate it. Uh, I take a pocket knife and cut mine off. Mm. Uh, they're stuck on there, like they're they're like kind of. What's cohesive? the word I'm looking for? Uh, no. They're easier. The numbers and letters are easier to take off than the jersey patch. Yeah, I know what you're that that about. annoys yeah. me a lot. But anyways, I don't think they're going away. Mm. Um, uh, the jersey patches are sold an average of seven million to ten million per year. In five years, that's that's been like a billion dollars for the yeah. NBA. They're not going away. 
I can't stand them. They're uh, ugly. Yeah. They're, I, they're hideous. I'm just glad they didn't go the WNBA and the soccer route. The WNBA, I wouldn't use those jerseys as toilet paper. They look <laughs> hideous. I can't believe they even do that. Some of them look kind of nice, but... Verizon on their tummy, and then there's something... Uh, yeah, but it, in between above the number. Yeah, and that was my main concern with the jersey not even being the team, but the sponsor. That was my main concern when like everything was first starting to happen. And we're seeing if anybody watches Hard Knocks. First mm-hmm. of all, the Arizona Cardinals season is a joke. They that is a, <laughs> an awful organization. But anyways, they have the Seat Geek on the practice jerseys. Uh huh. They're huge. There's there's not even a Cardinals like. Um, logo what on the logo? chest, just like on the the shoulders, mm-hmm. and then there's that giant Seat Geek ad that the the super distracting. Uh, I think we're going to see in the NFL soon, unless we fans really start complaining. Uh, the dashboards for the NHL, the digital ones mm-hmm. that are CGI, they're hideous and they glitch all the time. They distract you from the game. Uh, we're going to see jersey patches on the uh, the nhl j- sweaters and they're already on the helmets i think they're they're hideous I, and oh. the uh, tiaa for the hornets yeah it's only on the tv broadcast but those are also glitchy they're hard to look at yeah uh, advertisement is getting annoying um it's part and of they the don't reason. help yeah. it, they, it's not like yeah it's not like they're doing anything i feel like what really like punches everything through is uh promotions or ancillary events or stuff like that like um at the hornets game for example when chick-fil-a cows start falling out the falling out the sky and you gotta that catch makes them, bro, that makes me want to go get chick-fil-a even if i don't catch a cow i'm like dang bro i, I could have got Chick-fil-A. i'll go there tomorrow but I, I guess i'll go there tomorrow and get my my spicy chicken sandwich or whatever but well for lenny tree for example mm-hmm. their stock price is $22.18 right now. You know what they were five <laughs> years before this, when this jersey uh, sponsorship started? Can I guess where they're like 80 bucks or 110 $341.82. Now, I'm not saying that... Oh, look, I'm not an idiot. I know that the jersey sponsorship <laughs> didn't just tank their their um, stock price, but it's a factor. They're spending too much time on advertising that people aren't connecting with. Their regular commercial stuff anyway with the stupid puppet. <laughs> They just built that giant um, uh, building, building. In, in Loso. Yeah. I'm not going to call it that. I'm just kidding. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> I was Southern. about to say, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely a factor. People are spending way too much money on this advertising. People aren't connecting with it. Mm-hmm. It's ugly. I go out of my way to not support people that have the uh, Jersey <laughs> sponsorship. Now, one way they could fix this, I think when a city has something that's endemic to... The to city. Their, their culture. Yeah, to the culture. Like, I think the Disney on the Orlando Magic... Perfect. Makes sense. There's no Orlando without Disney World. Yeah. Uh, I think if the I, Hornets got Bojangles or Cookout, I think that would be awesome. I, yeah, I, a lot of people... Pull, I was thinking Chairmine, but... I don't think Cookout has like a marketing... I've never seen a commercial for Cookout. You don't need to, man. Cookout is just like that. And they've kind of stopped expanding like the past couple of years. I haven't seen a new one open up and. A long time. Yeah, but the thing is, if a new one opens up, it's like 10 minutes down the road from the other one, which is hilarious. That's right. There, there's still <laughs> spots in South Carolina and North Carolina where we really need one, desperately. Mm-hmm. Uh, York County needs two or three more. But, um, yeah, I would love that. Uh, the loves on OKC was ridiculous. Like, didn't even match the, the color. I will say the Leaning Tree one, it, it, it sort of matched the in. colors. Yeah, it, it was there. In. 
I didn't have, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if I don't have to, if I don't notice it as much, I don't care. But then again, like, the cl- it, it ah, it does ruin like some pictures and like yeah, absolutely. Even trading cards, even trading cards. Like, uh, I collect D Rose trading cards. Like, every single season he's ever played. One's post 2017. Beautiful. Nothing ugly there. Like yeah. when you look at old posters, like Jordan yeah. Duncan on somebody, you don't see. I don't know. Depends ads on his jersey or something. Like. <laughs> you don't see the Haynes ads. Yeah, so like <laughs> right across that beautiful like Chicago Bulls red. Like what the do you Nike do? and the Jordan brand mm-hmm. patch is enough. So speaking of Nike and Jordan and like uh, patches and stuff coming through, I think Nike is coming to an end. For like uh for making jerseys for the NBA within like uh two years their contract is up uh names have been out there of course with the Giants with like Adidas um I'm pushing for Reebok or New Balance to really push the envelope I like to see Puma get a chance they've never done anything like that they've Puma impressed with some, the yeah they have some nice creative with Lamelo uh, shoes I think they've done a great job mm-hmm. um I think people I like the City Editions I think people are getting sick of them. Uh, Adidas, I thought they were fine when they did it. Adidas did a fantastic job. Even the quality, the quality. They've the held up better than the Nike better. ones. Also. The Nike ones have been ripping left and right. Especially their first year, they were ripping in games. and Yeah. They, they do all that eco-friendly crap where it's like, <laughs> oh, this is made out of a, no. 100% paper. Like, why are you charging 130 for it? I wouldn't I would call it crap, but um, it, there's definitely ways. Like I wear shoes that are like 70% you know, environmental friendly or eco- people aren't throwing they- away their jerseys in like the water, giving them the turtles to eat. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody's getting rid of this stuff. It's a big investment. Yeah, let's uh, let's make a trend instead of burning jerseys. Let's uh, let's feed them, them to the turtles. turtles. <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm a sea turtle fan, but um, yeah. And another thing, I don't think um, not Hornets fans, sports fans in general, they don't complain about the business aspect of stuff, so Mm -hmm. nothing changes. Like, we hear everyone complain about, ah, my quarterback stinks, we need a center, but I think in every other entertainment industry, when people complain, something happens, like Sonic the Hedgehog, we hate how this looks, they changed it. They changed it. Um, TV shows, we don't like this actor, we don't like this storyline, it eventually gets changed, whether Mm -hmm. they kill him off, replace him. But in sports, people always say, oh, I don't like this for maybe like a week. And then yeah. we, we've been dealing with these ads for five years. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to complain about them until the day I die. I think they're they're. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you started a Facebook group, Clint, like you you would probably have. We a, hate jersey patches. We hate jersey patches. You probably have a nice solid. 2K. I'm definitely going to make a video um, called like how to I'll post on YouTube or something like how to get the jersey patches off. I still have a couple more I need to to shave off. <laughs> There's got to be a better way than what There's I'm doing. There's got to be a better way. I, I heard something about applying heat then try to take care of it afterwards. That's what I'm going to try. Yeah. I mean, the numbers already come off in the dryer because they're <laughs> crap. I, I have to use like the the glue. The 15 on one of my Kimball Walker jerseys just fell off. Like, it, it was fine. Then it was just off in the it's dryer. Off. And I'm doing exactly what it says on the tag. But, yeah, I had to glue that back on. Hmm. But anyway, speaking of the devil, Kimball Walker, released by the uh, Dallas Mavericks, who yeah. are desperate for players, and then they get rid Which of this Which is guy. wild, because he, after his 30-point 30 uh, 30 game, I don't think he played again afterwards. Yeah, played, nine, uh, I think, nine games with them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, I don't think he's coming back here. I no, think that ship has sailed. We don't have the room. I think Theo and Maladon is here to stay. Mm. I, th- I think Dennis Smith Jr. I think is probably here to say. I think he's one of the few players that gets re-signed. Yeah. 
Um, I hope Kemba ends up in Chicago because they do need a point guard. That seems like the... It seems like the only logical answer at this point. Um, yeah, every other team who would need a point guard, I don't. I feel personally, I've always felt like the Celtics do better when they don't have like a score first point guard and they don't and they don't need like a superstar point guard. Uh same with the Knicks. The Knicks the Knicks are the Knicks. Uh just to leave it at that. But um I just want to see this man hooping again, bro. That's all. Yeah, I don't think it'll be here. Um maybe not for the for I think we might see him take a little bit of time off and wait to see what shakes out. Towards like Actually he didn't seem like a ring chaser. He was no, nah, I I would love for him to get a ring, but if I don't, anything, nah, I could, nah, sorry, not <laughs> if it ain't here, I don't want to see it. I might, I look that way with Steve Smith when he went to the Ravens, where it looked like he had a chance to get a Super Bowl ring. My, nah. no, nope. I know that's a like awful, selfish thing to say as a fan, but I don't want to see it happen. You're hilarious. Think when when bro. Cam went to the um, Patriots, Patriots line, thank God they're bad. <laughs> that would be embarrassing. If you know what's crazy? I, I think about it all the time because, of course, that was like during the height of COVID. If Cam would have had the team where like everybody didn't opt out, they probably would have made like a deep playoff run. But I don't know, man. I'm glad I, it didn't happen. I don't know. I, I wish Kimba success. He was a cool dude. We had a nice role uh bro relationship while he was down here every now and then. But uh, the only team I could see pick him up, bro, is the Spurs. That's literally Nah, they're too too Low in the standings, even care. I think they're. I mean, development, mentorship. That's nobody it. cares about that anymore. Uh, it <laughs> seems. It seems like you're right. Like nobody really cares about mentorship anymore. They'd rather get some chum on the street that's 19 years old with its average point three points who has a insanity moment. Yeah. And then next thing that. you know, they're gone. All right. Uh, we'll go ahead and recap the. Well, not recap. We'll guess the uh, next week of games. We play the home and home against the Raptors. Eh. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say win one lose one. I'm gonna say loss in Toronto on Tuesday, win in Shark. Ah, they're both no, they're not no, home. They're, they're both, both in, in Raptors. Ah, that's yeah. stupid. I say a split. We'll go loss Thursday, win Thursday. I'm sorry. Loss Tuesday, win Thursday. Agreed. Home and home that's so stupid. Not and then the I've South- complained about this a million times on our show. <laughs> But playing the same team twice, kind of earlierish in the season, I think this should be like March, April type stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, then Saturday against the Celtics in Charlotte. That's a home game for the Celtics. Uh, I'm gonna go Celtics winner. Yeah, I think uh, Celtics take both of these games. I fully. Uh, uh, oh yeah, they play against us Monday. We're doing another stupid home and home, but with us. Oh, my gosh. I hate the <laughs> NBA sometimes. But, uh, yeah, we'll guess that next that Monday game. Next time we come uh, come to record. But that'll do it for us this week. Anything else you got to Oh uh, No, man. Like, uh, I'm just excited to see some basketball. I'm I'm pretty optimistic, dude. Even when we lose, I'm Yeah, we're going to hit it. the halfway mark here soon. I I Before this year ends, I want to see a, a swarm game. I think I might travel down to Greensboro, take a peek. Yeah, we'll go watch James Booknight because we ain't going to see him here. Exactly, bro. Uh, apparently, he's a scoring machine down there, so I need to see it with my eyes. We'll find out, but thanks for listening to the 730 Game, Charlotte Hornets Fancast. You can find us here every week on ESPNCLT.com. Thanks for listening. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.